You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, good morning. Welcome into a Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to jump in on the show with us this morning. The X accounts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app and you can take us with you anywhere you go. We also have a chat box on the app if you want to send a message. Uh, right into us. We'll get it directly, but you could also do it by email or the X account. It's that time of year again. The honeydew list is growing and the projects are adding up. The time is right to build that new fence deck pergola you've been dreaming about. And there's no better product than Yellowwood brand. Pressure treated pine. Yellowwood offers the best protection against rot, fungal decay, and termite attacks. So you know your project will last for years to come. Head on down to that local dealer. Go to yellowwood.com to find that. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, believe me, you don't want it. All right, this show and then one more show, and then we will be into 2024. Everybody's excited about uh, Monday with uh, the two semifinal games. So got Justin behind the glass with us this morning. Appreciate Justin being in. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay. Alabama had a meeting yesterday morning before they left, or when the morning before they left, um, to sort of get things squared away. And I think that squared away was we're going out there to play and win. We're not going out there to – there's a lot of distractions out there. We've got to be careful about that. Uh, when they got there, they went straight to practice field and practiced. Uh, this is what Coach has done in the other games that he has been out there before. And felt like the, the process that uh, he's used in the past has been good. So they're down to business trying to get ready. He was questioned about Elijah Pritchett. And he said um, uh, they were going to handle that internally, that he was in a position to play if he needed to play. Or not not needed, but if he was in a position to play, I shouldn't say it that way. So Elijah Pritchett is ready to play. Jace McClellan, he said, is practiced hard and ready to go. So um, we may have something on that, but I, I wanted to start off by saying that uh, about them arriving fine and the band, uh, I think, left yesterday. So everybody's out out there that needs to be out there, and I'm sure that Coach is getting them ready to play. And I think he's really uh, keyed in on this particular game because uh, Michigan, of course, is a very good team. Uh, you already heard the scores, but I do want to mention a couple of them. Uh, A&M quarterback got hurt on first and second, first play last night. Looked like he broke his arm. I don't know that he did, but it looked like it, it was pretty bad. Oklahoma State went on to win that game. USC is just simply better than Louisville. And, uh, the Moss kid, uh, threw for six touchdowns, as you just mentioned, and, uh, which, which set a record. Of course, the other kid, Kate, Kate, he did not play at all. And, uh, West Virginia, uh, beat North Carolina. I know the funny thing about North Carolina and West Virginia, they lined up everybody in the world on the line on the first play of the game. 
because they they claim that West Virginia is a great running back. They kind of tricked Gene Shitchick down a little bit, threw a pass for a touchdown on the very first play of the game. So um, that was pretty good, I guess, for them. Virginia Tech won their first game. They had they were first game. They had won in four bowl games, I believe. That's right. And so uh, there there goes. I don't know what I want. I guess I'll still stay with my blue plate. I, I thought about it this morning. Uh, quarterback at uh, Tennessee has decided that he's uh, 88 and out the gate. Nico, uh, I believe, will take his place. And uh, so I don't know how that's going to affect. Well, I guess it'll affect them some, Tennessee, in the, in the game against Iowa. Um, you know, FSU is losing a pile of them. They lost the Coleman kid, who's a, I think he's a wideout. Um, yesterday, they just losing them left and right. Um, that's that the quarterback at uh, Garcia, the quarterback that uh, Missouri got from Miami, who was supposed to come in and help, never got to play. He don't think he played the da- in a game hardly. He's eighty eight and out the gate, and uh, he's going. I forget where he's going, but he's going somewhere. So those are some things that'll happen there. We won't have any games today, as, as far as I understand it. But uh, my first blue plate will be tomorrow. Comes in, in Kentucky. And that will be uh, at 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. And should be a very interesting game. Oregon State and Notre Dame play. Memphis and Iowa State play. Missouri and Ohio State. That's all I got. All right. Uh, yeah, I did see that. Uh, I guess Coach uh, talked with the doctors. I guess he feels like he said practice in the sun. He wanted to practice in the sun. So it's a two. It's a two-hour time change when they got yep. there. So. Uh, the players talked about the leaders were all for it. Uh, and, uh, you know, cause sometimes when you travel to the West Coast there, that two hour difference, boy, that's a, it's a big deal, I think, uh, until you get kind of, you wake up and you, it's like five in the morning. Uh, so you just kind of end up laying there. But, uh, coach seems like he's always thinking ahead. That's probably sounds like something you would do there to try, try to figure out a way to get them acclimated there as quick as possible. So I think he said he did it when they were at the Miami Dolphins. So there is the experience there of of doing that. Uh, so I guess maybe that uh, did help uh, those guys. I, I, one thing I don't understand, like Joe Milton, I think he's rated maybe as the 10th best quarterback in the draft. These guys opt out in order to get ready for the draft. Uh, Justin, help me out here. Dad, help me out here. I thought practicing football and getting ready for a game, but that's not getting you ready for the draft. Uh, I mean, you're preparing, <laughs> you're, uh, putting in a game plan, you're going to play, you're the 10th quarterback. Doesn't he need to play? What, what are these people doing? And so why don't, what, if you're going to be a pro player in the middle of the season, if your season's over as far as the championship, why don't all of them just opt out then? Why would we just opt out now? Whatever happened to finishing anything now these days? Is that is that old school thinking, Dad? Let's, let's finish the season, whatever the season is, if it's a bowl game, because I'm committed to my teammates. Whatever's happened to that, is that a bad thing these days? Now, I get Brock Bowers, a guy coming off an injury who's going to be a top you know, three or four pick, but this guy at Tennessee, are you kidding me? Uh, what are these kids thinking these days? Well, I don't have the answer. I, I, and I hate to get on here and always compare it to when I was at Alabama, but, uh, of course it's been a long time, but you never did that. 
the opting out of, of, of bowl games is just, I don't say recently, because my time catches up with me, and I don't know how many years ago it started. I'm Several, I'll just say that, and that way I won't be wrong. Uh, several years ago, people started opting out, and now they're opting out because of the draft. And you're, you know, they're, what they're doing is having a good time, getting the, getting the gifts, um, you know, hanging out with them, encouraging them, um, but going through a period of time where they're not working out much, may work it out on their own, which I think I think is wrong. Not wrong. Um, if a guy has a nagging injury and he's a quarterback, yeah, he's I mean, had a nagging injury all year. Yes, I would not play if I had my shoulder was hurting me and I was bothered. But if I was ready to go in full strength. And I was a tenth guy, as Tennessee guy is. I'd do everything I could to make that thing number eight <laughs> in the eyes of the NFL staff. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, Justin, if you're NFL people, and I, I don't know how they look at it, uh, and, and they would understand a Brock Bowers, I think, just because of his situation. To me, that would almost turn me off that a guy opted out, that he really don't want to play, uh, that he's really not that committed uh, especially these borderline guys, a guy like Tennessee's quarterback. Uh, am I missing this? Well, it, it would turn me off if a guy opted out uh, with his, you know, left his team. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? No, I think you're right. I think some NFL scouts are looking at this and they are using it to judge commitment and the way that he would be willing to play for their team in the future but also like you said Barry Joe Milton is a fringe guy I don't think he's even close to going in the first round you'd think if he was healthy he'd want to play to put more on tape to show these scouts hey I'm I'm a good player you should draft me I mean we're talking millions of dollars in uh in the difference between draft picks here so very strange if I'm uh if I'm Tennessee you know if he's not coming back I'm almost glad he opted out now I can play my freshman I give him a look give him some game experience uh let him uh, get all the reps in practice uh so in some ways I think for the team Dad, what your thoughts on that? It's maybe a good thing. Like Bryce Young playing last year was great, uh, you know, for the culture of Alabama, but would it have helped Jalen Milrose growth to be able to take all those reps in practice and actually play in that bowl game? Uh, so maybe him playing in some ways could have hurt, uh, Jalen Milrose progress. And we knew Bryce Young was going to be a high draft pick whether he played or not. So I, if I'm Tennessee, I might be happy about it because it gives me a, an earlier look at my at my quarterback maybe for next year. Oh, I think it does. You know, you're playing an, a, a a good defense football team that's not going to score much. You don't have to score a lot to beat the Iowa if you play if you really play well. They they have done a good job. They have uh, since this before it was ever announced, of course, and they have been working with him from what I can gather. Uh, if I have a chance, we'll have a Tennessee guy on before they play. Well, I guess we won't either because that'd be Monday, but. Uh, uh, Mike tomorrow, but it, it's a situation where they're, I, I agree with you. I think I think you're better off with a young guy playing. And uh, the bowl da- the bowl game is important for you. Makes you feel good during the in the off season. But you know, you, it, it, it's not a killer for you. It's not just you, you, you. You're well off helping your guys get better. Uh, yeah, you're disappointed. Uh, only, only bad thing about the bowl game is that stupid mayonnaise bowl, which. Um, it was terrible. I, I, by the way, I was glad to see West Virginia win that game. I don't want to change subjects with you. He's a he's a Troy guy. They tried to get his job several times. 
this year they went nine and one or something, won that bowl. I was glad to see that. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. You know, if you're playing for one of these teams and you're a sure, sure NFL player, the, then once the season gets to where you can't play for the championship, should you just start opting out then? Well, we got two games left, but I'm going to go on and walk down on my team because I, I'm on the NFL anyway, so I, I don't want to get hurt. So they're going to start opting out earlier and earlier as we go through these things until – these NFL guys say, you know what, that's a turnoff. Uh, they got opted out. We were going to take him in the first round. We ended up taking him in the third uh, because of him walking on his teammates. Uh, being committed to your team means something to us, but uh, we'll, I don't know if that will ever happen. Royal Cleaners, they want to make your life easy for you. They'll come to you, pick up all the cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off. Three locations here in the Tuscaloosa, Northport area. University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue in Northport, right there by me, 4851 Rice Road. Drop off today, pick up tomorrow. Give them a call today for all your cleaning needs, 205-391-0034. This is Tide 100.9 to see home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic still pretty light around the area. I do see some congestion on Skyland at McFarland and Lurleen at 15th Street downtown. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Towns and Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Thursday morning. Brandon Powell has been charged with capital murder in the Christmas Day shooting death of 21-year-old Jalen Carter in Greene County. Utah police say Carter was shot multiple times as he sat inside his car in the 200 block of Howard Irvin Drive. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage throughout the day. It's absolutely free. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tune in to Tuscaloosa. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. With increasing clouds by afternoon, a few light rain showers mixing in with snow showers overnight. We'll top out around 48 today, drop to 31 overnight. No significant accumulations or impacts expected. Mostly cloudy, a few light rain or snow showers hanging around on Friday. Today, time high near 47. No significant accumulations expected. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 33 degrees in Tuscaloosa. A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it. Then believe me, guys, you don't want to. I'll get right to the Yellowwood hotline and we'll get uh, Philip into the show. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Good. Good. How you, Philip? Good. I was, I was reading some stuff on the transfer portal and it was, it was adopted by the NCAA in 2018. 
and I was reading this article, and uh, and the portal is a notification of transfer model, which an NCAA spokesman said was adopted to empower student athletes. What they should have added on there was and destroy college sports. Yeah. Well, what, like what they what they've done there, Philip, is they've. You know that we're going through a period, going through life. Uh, everybody gets has a right to do what they want to do. We don't want to. We don't want to keep people from doing this or doing that. And they're stuck on that situation. You know, we're kind of stuck socially on 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 that kind of thing. So if you know you have the right to do that, if that's what you want to do, so the NCAA, that's what they did. I think it's wrong, but that's what they did. You're exactly right. Yeah, I, I just I'm astounded by the lack of. Um, Understanding that those guys had for 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 all the damage it could do, I'm just totally astounded. Yeah, you think you think about all the things that go on. I, I can't say it. I can't say it on radio. I get fired. But you think about all the things that go on that because I want to be this, I want to do this, I want to do that. That that's where we are. Yeah, yes, sir. You're right. I, I'll tell you this too. You know, if, if I, I, I'm not sure when the portal ends. Isn't it, isn't it on the fourth of January? I don't know. Barry may know. Uh, I don't know. I will look that up as we're talking. Go ahead. Keep. Go ahead and ask your question. Uh, well, if, if Alabama work, hopefully, hopefully they do. They they win. My dear, everything's okay there. But if they were to lose, you know, that's when Alabama's probably going to lose. I would say several more guys. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to put a number on it, but that's probably going to happen. Uh, January 3rd, uh, is when it closes. So, because it gives you 48 hours after that game. So they'll have some teams that, uh, those two teams will lose their season, be able to be still just be, I guess, well, there may be some other bowls between that, but, uh, January 3rd is when it, when it closes. That, right. you know, and so you put that in place. So you look at guys that feel like they need to go ahead and get in the portal because they need to find out where they're going. They may want to take some visits there. So in some ways, if a guy is leaving, it's hard to blame them, you know, uh, in these yeah. situations. Um, look up Justin, see when it opens up again in the, in the spring. That, that's what I don't like. You have a, you go through the spring practice and then the guy, then the guy can get back in again. What, what, what is it, Justin? Yeah, for the spring, it opens on May 1st for a 15 day window. That's a Barry, yeah. uh, it looks to me like to you and our callers that, that, uh, yeah, okay. It's like you've said one time, but not twice. Um, you know, you, you have the right to change one time, but twice, um, you don't have the right. <laughs> yeah, and I think they're letting, they're opening that up now. So now you go all the way through May. You think you got your team set, uh, Philip, and then guys can get in then because they don't like uh, where they are on the depth chart. That's why you don't see these guys put out depth charts. Uh, so another another fifteen day window. So when when do these coaches ever get to take a vacation? Uh, because now you, you got guys leaving. Uh, in May, so now you gotta find more guys to come in. It never ends in this situation. Uh, Philip? Never ends. Never ends. And I think that's horrible for those coaches and, and their families. And, well, and I think the portal doesn't, actually does an injustice to the student. Yeah. One, one thing they do, Philip, is they put one guy, one coach, or two, or maybe GAs, maybe the guys of it, and, and they're in charge every day of looking at the transfer portal. 
they're not preparing their team for the game like Alabama's assistants are. But they've got two guys that study it from the minute they get up till they go to bed at night, and then they mm-hmm. report this to 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 coach and to and to the assistant coaches. But they got two they got two guys that do that all the time. <laughs> you know, y'all were talking about um, analysts about a week or so ago. Yeah, and Alabama's had a guy on their staff that I think has been there as an analyst pretty much since Coach Saban got there, right around that time. He's a, a gentleman by the name of Dean Altabelli. What's he do? Do y'all know him? No, I, I don't. don't. I don't. Yeah, he's he's been there. I bet you he's been there 14 years. And, is, uh, uh, is Charlie Strong back here? He's he's in the media guide as an analyst, yes. <laughs> I mean, I know Charlie. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever see him in town or anything. So I, I wasn't sure mm-hmm. if Charlie was back or not. Wow. Mm. He is interesting. He is. You know, ever mm-hmm. see? You never see those guys around town. Are you allowed, Barry, to take those to? Not allowed, but do you take those to the bowl? Oh yeah, they took. Um, we were laughing about how much it cost, Dad. They brought three of those big Delta planes to get everybody out there. So not only is the football team out there and all their families and all that, they got the band out there. So you got to feed that band, uh, Philip. You got to feed them for. What is that? Five, six days. You got to get them out there. How much is trip? How much does this trip cost? They don't make any money. Oh man, it's a humongous amount of money. And not only do you got to feed them, you got to put them up in a hotel room. And it's not the it's not the Hampton Inn either. But nah. I mean, they're, they're charging they're charging Hampton Inn prices. I can tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I bet you. I bet you. Athletic director going to Doctor Bell and telling him, "Whoa, I just got a bill. We can't. We ain't got enough money to pay it." I just took my little <laughs> little team up to Florence, and uh, I had to put my credit card down the room and to get reimbursed. Crap! I looked at that number, and it was we had free breakfast. That was still a lot. Just take those little knuckleheads up to Florence, Alabama. Can you imagine? How'd y'all do? We won it. We won it. We ended up winning it. Uh, we beat. All uh, right. Yeah. So we. Play today uh, up in Hoover, a big tournament up in Hoover. We play actually Ryan Steele's team, uh, John Carroll mm-hmm. today at two thirty up at uh, Hoover in the Big Orange Classic. So a lot of, a lot well, of I high think I, I think I picked up. Yeah, I think I picked out my game. I'm going to come see you guys there. So it'll be probably right. sometime in January. I'm looking forward to it. Sounds good. Thank you, Philip. Thank you. Be good. Uh, did you see what Tua gave all the people in the quarterback room at my Miami for Christmas, Daddy? What? Did you see what he gave them? No. Um, all the backup quarterbacks, the co- coaches and all, he gave them. Uh, and I don't know if you could Google how much this cost. Uh, so it's probably not too bad. A golf simulators. Uh, so you can set this deal up in your house. You hit these golf balls and you hit them into this wall and it shows you exactly where. How much is golf simulator? Well, are they Trackmans? Oh, I'm sure it's the top of the line. Uh, thousands of dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like fifteen hundred dollars for a one. Oh, I'm sure it's more than that. Uh, for what the, what two? I have no idea. Uh, Shohani, Tani, uh, Tani. Uh, did you see what he gave the girlfriend of the player that wears number seventeen? He wanted seventeen, so he gave him seventeen. Did you see what he bought his girlfriend? Was it girlfriend or wife? Wife. Uh, wife. You see what he bought his wife. I don't, I don't even know who that is. He's the guy that signed. You don't know who Othon, the guy that signed for the Dodgers for seven. Oh, oh, the guy. Yeah, okay. He wanted number seventeen. The guy right. gave him seventeen. So the guy that gave him seventeen, he bought his wife a 
a brand new Porsche. So <laughs> she drove up. He should have gone try to get one free. She looked out the window. He said, uh, "Is your president?" He looked out the window. He had a Porsche sitting in the driveway. He should have gone one free. This is Joe Kelly's wife, uh, player for yeah. the Dodgers. She actually was one of the biggest, uh, I guess, recruiters trying to get him over there. And the whole time that he was a free agent, she was like, "You can have the number. You can have it." So kind of paid her off in the end. Yeah, gave her a Porsche, and Porsche is probably. Hundred over a hundred thousand, uh, but I mean, come on. It's brief. That's what he. That's what he. What's the kind of tip he makes? Yeah, no doubt. All right, uh, let's get to break here. We're going to go over to Baton Rouge. I don't even know if Ron's in Baton Rouge. He's in Louisiana. Yeah, by the way, we got him, and we also got Jack Crow. Everybody likes at eight fifteen. Oh man, big show, big time show today. So we'll uh, take the break. We'll get to those two guys. Two bit in truck at thirteen thirty Martin Rose. He's looking for make a. Local move out of town, out of state, or you just need stuff moved around the house to clean up for the holidays. You give these guys a call, they'll come take great care of you. 205-247-5050. Two men in a truck, movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic still pretty light around the area. I do see some congestion on Skyland at McFarland and Lurleen at 15th Street downtown. If you see other conditions, please give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. The two winningest programs in college football history collide. Shave a look, he's got it. Wide open, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. It's Saban versus Harbaugh. It's the Alabama Crimson Tide and the Michigan Wolverines in the college football playoff semifinal at the Rose Bowl. Our coverage starts at 1 this Monday on your home for Alabama football. Mr. SEC Tournament, Wimp Sanderson, gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Building that fence, the deck, the pergola, you want to build it last. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer. That is closest to you. I will right, we'll travel over to Louisiana. He's with TigerDetails.com. Joins us whenever we need to talk LSU or anything really SEC. Uh, Ron Higgins. Uh, Merry Christmas, Ron. Happy New Year. How you doing, sir? Hey, Ron. I'm good. How are you? How are you good. guys? We're good. It's been a long time since Joe Dean's camp, hasn't it? <laughs> you all. We were in camp together, Barry. Did y'all uh, check the rooms and give out any tours? No, we, yeah, we uh, we checked the Kool Aid to see how much everybody was drinking because we didn't. Uh, we didn't. I, I, I received the tours. They used to give me tours because I used to entertain, <laughs> so they would give me a tour just so I could get out, just so I could go entertain. Oh yeah, yeah, you would entertain the camp. You would yeah. do one of the get up in front of the y'all, camp and entertain. Can you imagine, Ron? How long it's been since we were together down there? Can you oh imagine? my God! I mean, yeah. I mean, God. Well, yeah, we had to do those tours. They'd make you run outside, and then they'd make you take your shirt off and roll around the grass. Now, if you did that now, that'd be a lawsuit, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, 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 and the way that camp was set up, at the end of the one of the courts where you ran, 
there's like this little sugar cane field. Yeah. And so, but you didn't stop in time. You just disappeared into this, this sugar cane. Well, <laughs> Joe, Jodine and them, they watched how much food you ate because it was costing them. They was trying to make money off that cotton ticking camp. Hey, oh, yeah. They, well, I, they, I, remember, I remember one time, Calvin Nat, remember Calvin Nat, when we played pro ball. Calvin was from Louisiana. He, he was like 6'6 six, six and about 260. And all, all he did was eat. And he was, he, he'd be the last out, out of the cafeteria, and he'd be surrounded by empty empty jugs of Kool-Aid and mayonnaise jars. Oh, yeah, so real, yeah. the listeners, real quick, you, you had to clean your room every morning, yeah. Justin. I mean, I'm talking about you had to bounce a quarter off the bed. And so the coaches would go through and inspect your room. If you left anything out, anything, then you got a tour, which means that you had to run uh, or you had to get up in front of the camp and entertain. So you were cleaning that room spotless every morning. And Big Joe would call you out. He would call you out in front of the camp. Basketball camp, yeah. yeah so. He, he would call you out in front of the camp. Yeah, he would. Now, we didn't have you on for this, but uh, Barry and I want to know, and I think we got a listener, too, that wants to know. Is LSU coach, would he, is it, here's a two-part question. Is he dissatisfied at LSU and are they dissatisfied with him? And would he go to Michigan if the Michigan job came open? The second part I can't answer, but nobody's dissatisfied with him, you know. Uh, and he's not dissatisfied with LSU. I mean, he wanted to go to a place that gave him everything he wanted to win and he also wanted a, a good recruiting area. And he got it. Uh, okay. Yeah, and I, 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 th- I don't think he's dissatisfied here. Okay. I mean, will he go to Michigan? I don't, I don't know. But as far as dissatisfaction, no, he's not dissatisfied. I mean, okay. They've given everything he wanted. Uh, uh, you know, he has all these tools he didn't have at Notre Dame. Uh, uh, I, you know, I, he's recruited good. That's I media mean, talk. Just, it's media talk. Yeah. I, a lot of stuff. A lot of times it gets spread by like by uh, uh, an opposing group of uh, a team that didn't want want him gone. Just like just like people keep saying Nick Saban's ready to retire. Uh, Nick's going to retire when he retires. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, the entire SEC wishes he would. That's why they keep having these stories. He's going to retire. Uh, you know, I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, it's like it's like he said. Is he? He's going to retire when he feels like he just really didn't want to do it anymore or, or feels like he's not getting the job done. And I think he still feels like he's getting the job done. I really do. Uh, this, is, this is just one of his best coaching jobs, by the way, this this year. This, this, is an, this is an average Alabama team, and he has it in the playoffs. He's yeah. done a great job with his team, no a doubt. great job. Um, Jaden Daniels wins the Heisman. I think that's great for LSU, great for him. Uh, he opts out. Uh, I, I believe he did opt out. Garrett yep. Nussmeyer. Yep. Uh, we'll give the opportunity to start. I think it kind of helps. Uh, you know, Jaden Daniels did a great job. He's not coming back. So let's see what this next guy could do. I think Bryce Young playing last year was great for the culture of Alabama football, but I think it would have helped had Jalen Milrow gotten all the reps and gotten to play in the bowl game. So I don't think this is a bad thing for LSU. Do you, uh, Ron? No, not at all. I mean, and he's the only guy who opted out, which wow. is unusual. You know, they've, they've had guys who, in the transfer portal, but none of, them, none of them really matter, honestly. They didn't play that very much. Uh, so they, they have, I mean, their units intact. I mean, they have first-round draft choices who are receivers who are playing. Uh, and Nussmeyer is, I mean, he got beat up by 
by Daniels last year, uh, and Daniels just got better this year. Nussmeyer hasn't gotten worse. I mean, he's he's a good quarterback. I mean, he's uh, he's a little you know he's had a reputation as being more of a gunslinger than Daniels. He stays in the pocket a lot more, uh, but you know he's. He's, you know, he's the son of Doug Mus- Doug Dussmeyer, who's one time Alabama's offensive coordinator, who's been around. Uh, a smart kid, uh, very competitive, got a good arm. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm kind of, right, kind of itching to see him. He played the ball game last year and played, did a really good job. Uh, uh, and, you know, he played at the end of the Alabama game this year. We kind of thrown into it after Daniels got hurt. It didn't do great, did okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I agree. I think everybody's like, if, if you're if you're going to move on the next year, let's move on the next year. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, I, I agree. I think I think it does help. Uh, and, and but also helps him that uh, everybody who, who was in Daniel's offense is with him now. That nobody else left. So he's playing with uh, the first team unit or the first team talent. So that, that helps him. Sure. Yeah. That. Um. Oh, I hate to switch over, but I want to. Alabama, uh, you know, you have, you have five teams that you play twice in basketball, and LSU is one of Alabama's. Uh, LSU women are, you know, they're going crazy. And I talked to Dale Brown about the, uh, the other day about the dressing room for the ladies and so forth. Where is the men's basketball program? Can they get it back a little bit? They they're seem to be struggling some. They are struggling a lot. Uh, they're very inconsistent. He's got better than talent than last year, but that doesn't mean anything, really. I mean, now you just go out and buy yourself a new team every year. Uh, yeah. uh, he did. He, he got a guy eligible finally that, that really helped him, and, and Jalen Cook, uh, a guy who was with played under Will Wade for a year, then left and went to Tulane for a couple of years and played great. Came back to LSU this year. Was just made eligible like about a week ago. Uh, he's going to help him a lot. You know, will that help him enough to get uh, into any kind of tournament? I don't know. I mean, yeah. maybe they can slide to the NIT or something like that. Uh, and then knowing the NIT, they'd be wicked enough to match him up against McNeese, and which is where Will Wade coaches now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, but yeah, I, I just think that they they, they do struggle. Uh, they're just very consistent. Uh, you know, some, uh, like I said, better talent. Uh, got some guys who have been veterans who've played, uh, in other places, but it just doesn't, it just seems to be a, a disconnect kind of in games. But I mean, th- sometimes, I, I mean, I think what they've lacked is a leadership at point guard, but now they have this kid, kid Cook. I think they'll be better. How much yeah. better? I don't know. I mean, compared, I try to watch a little bit of everybody so far in the league. I mean, uh, uh, you know, I mean, Tennessee's got a, a lot of international players, more than I've ever seen. Uh, I, I, uh, Ole Miss is unbeaten. Uh, they, they've played well every time I watched them. Uh, and uh, they could be a surprise team. Uh, right, I mean, you really can't tell, you can't tell much in in non conference play, unless you play uh, some pretty decent teams, and you know, and 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 most coaches, I, I honestly don't. I mean, and I understand why. I mean, you don't want to. I mean, you want your team to get better, yep. but you don't want to lose. So Alabama's gone the other way. They played three good teams in a row. They, yeah, they I mean, got they, much, yeah, 
they've got a bunch of wins on their schedule, but they've also played three tough teams. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 it's not a bad thing to play tough teams. Uh, you just don't want to overschedule. Uh, yeah. And I, I know I know, fans, it's like, you know, same thing in fans and, and, and talking about football scheduling. Well, I mean, you know, they, they should play, you know, you know, stop playing these patsies and blah, blah, blah. Listen, you need patsies, okay? You need you need weeks to exhale. Uh, and I always, I always contend this. I mean, uh, Texas and Oklahoma in football, they're obviously good, but they're about to find out what's it like to have to play somebody good every week. And that wears on you. That wears on you. When you get an SEC in football, usually you play somebody pretty good every week. And even the teams that aren't very good are not, are not bad. So every week, usually in this league in football, you play, and it, by the end of the season, it wears on you. That's why, that's why the SEC is, is, uh, I, I think still is, is one of the better conferences or best conference because every week you really get tested. And by the end of the year, uh, you really find out what kind of team you have because you're so worn out from the schedule. But, I, but again, but if you're a football fan, you just say, well, they should be playing these, these, you know, non-conference patties or, or whatever, but they should be playing somebody great every week. No, you don't do that. I'm sorry. It, it just doesn't work that way. You, you, nobody can survive that. Right. There's no fucking. Uh, we're talking with Ron Higgins. Ron, back to the Wisconsin LSU game. Alabama actually travels to Wisconsin. Uh, next year, so I know Alabama fans will be watching that uh, with some interest there. Uh, LSU's a 10-point favorite. Dad does blue plate special. He's got to pick another one. He's already picked Clemson to cover against Kentucky. He was leaning towards Tennessee. Now their quarterback's out. I keep hearing you say that Nussmeyer's got all his weapons there. Uh, what's your thoughts on this 10-point uh, line there? Is that something Dad should look at for maybe at one of his one of his blue plates? Well, the, the, I guess the reason it's ten, it's ten points is because uh, I think twelve or thirteen players have opted out for Wisconsin, and I think I think mm. seven of them are starters. Their best running back gone. He, he, uh, he rushed almost a thousand yards, twelve TDs. Uh, three of their top six pass catchers are gone. Uh, their center is gone. The guy who played center for him and. It, He's being replaced by a guy who hadn't played since December 2021 when Cincinnati played Alabama. He played for Cincinnati. He got hurt, but he didn't play this year. Uh, it, that, that line is – I can I understand why Vegas is a 10-point line. Uh, the, the, the amount of opt-out for of, of significant players for Wisconsin is, you know, much more than LSU. I'd say LSU lost Daniel, and that, that's significant. Well, they didn't lose anybody else. They didn't lose another starter, not one. Wow. Huh. Hmm. Wow. Uh, I hear Dad's going, hmm, <laughs> ah, hmm. Oh, man, changed his mind. Yeah, uh, that's, why, that's why it's a 10-point line, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, when we All the time we talk to you, I always I can hear it in your voice, the respect that you have for Nick Saban. Uh, and I think you're right. I think it's uh, people... Here, Dad and I, or Dad did pick them to lose three games. I picked them to lose two or three. Here they're sitting there, twelve and one, beating Georgia uh, in the SEC championship game on the doorstep of getting to another national championship. Uh, 
just talk about the job that he has done with this team. Obviously, we know what a great job he's done uh, with the program. But I think you're right. I think that's maybe not the story it should be because it's Alabama. This guy's done an incredible job, and his staff and the players, obviously, of getting better each and every week to be in this position they are Monday night. Absolutely. I mean, look, hey, hey, again, you know, a new offensive coordinator, okay? And then he has basically new quarterbacks. And early in the year, they're, they're, I mean, they, they're not very good. I mean, they, they're they're barely getting by and beating people. I mean, Texas beats them when they fall apart in the fourth quarter, which is not, an Alabama, it's not, it's not what Alabama does. Uh but bit by bit, every game they they get a little bit better and they get a little bit better. And it's and it's not a it's not a, your typical Alabama team that has a, a, a big time receivers or big time running backs or, or uh, what you perceive as a ton of first round NFL talent. Uh, I mean, they don't they don't have headline guys like they always have. I mean, Oliver was an Alabama guy for a national award this year down the year. Uh, but they just they, they just they just got in a win, uh, and that's a, that's the mark of a really good head coach finding a way to trying a way to win uh, when it doesn't seem like your talent is as good as everybody else's. Uh, it's got I mean and that that's just coaching. I mean that's just really good coaching, and uh, I mean I, I I can see an international championship game. I, I I can. I mean I know I know Michigan's good. Uh, but Alabama just, I mean, they usually have a knack of playing pretty well in these playoffs. They, they, they don't lose that, don't lose that often when they get the playoffs. I don't think they may have, you know, they may have lost in the, in the championship game. I think they've only lost once in the first round. That was Ohio State, like the first year of the playoffs, I think. Uh, so I, I could see, I could see a Texas Alabama rematch in the national championship game. I, I, can, I can see that coming. Uh, yeah, I just yeah, like I said, I think he's done a great job, and he'll never win Coach of the Year because they, they everybody just assume he has great talent, and he just you know uh, he gets great talent to play well. It's not not always the case. Are, are LSU fans are they worried about this Harbaugh situation? Dad talked about him leaving and maybe losing their coach, and what direction they would go. Is that is that talk at all over in Louisiana? I mean, there's some. Some you know it's good talk show stuff. I yeah. mean, uh, I mean, I just look at it this way. I mean, just college sports, especially college football, is so fluid now. I mean, it's just, I mean, I mean, just with the, with the transfer portal and NIL and uh, you know, coaches, coaches are like everybody else. I mean. They want to get the you know make the most money and they have the place where they get that chance to win the best. I, I just I think he, I think I think Kelly understands he's in a, a, a really good football state for high school football, uh, and, and he, he knows he's in a tough league. But he asked for it, it's what he wanted, and I just I, I mean if he wants to leave, he wants to leave. But it be, I don't think he's unhappy about anything. I mean, and, you know, I mean. Does he want a greater challenge at this point? I don't know if there's a greater challenge in playing the SEC. Right. Uh, uh, and he's, like I said, they, he's done some good things this year. There, this year, their, their Achilles heel was their defense. It's been awful. was awful. And it, it kind of fell apart because he had a bunch of trans, transfer defensive backs who, uh, 
didn't play well, and they kind of kind of really hurt them. And you know they they're nine and three because they had the you know the best player in America playing quarterback, uh, and it kind of got them to got them to nine and three. And, and he just he has done a good job of, of, of mainly preparing this team. I mean they're they're mainly prepared every week. I mean they're they're, they're they, they don't. Uh, they play hard and they're ready to play. And defensively, they, they, they've been awful. Yeah, but it, it has that doesn't mean they haven't been ready to play. They just done fundamentally dumb stuff. Uh, and I, I just I, I have a hard time believing he'll leave. But I get if he leaves, it's just kind of college sports. You try to go find the next best guy and and and, and move on. And uh, fans, fans. College fans nowadays need to be different than, than ten or fifteen years ago. They have to understand that, like, nothing lasts forever, and now now forever means like two or three years. <laughs> it's, it's not like you can have a guy ten, you know, a coach here ten years. I mean that 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 hardly ever happens anymore. I mean, oh. I remember Spurrier told me one Spurrier told me one time he goes, I think it's a good he goes, I think it's a good idea, coach. You know, every ten years you need to move. It kind of keeps you fresh and. And uh, all your jokes, you tell booster clubs, you can tell them to a new booster club. They think, <laughs> fun. They think they're funny. There you go. Uh, hey, Ron. All right. Before you leave, right. I want to ask you this. Barry is dissatisfied with uh, LSU women's basketball. I'm not dissatisfied. He's not dissatisfied. He is uh, – Barry, let Barry tell you. I, I... – Give me your opinion <laughs> of Kim Mulkey. I, uh, she's just a little bit – <laughs> too arrogant in those press conferences. I'm so tired of her and that Reese girl and her just the way she handles the media. She loves attention. She loves kind of, I don't want to say bully in the media, but she's very confident, uh, which I guess you got to be to be as successful as you. Here we go. She gets on my nerves, Ron. Here we go. <laughs> does, she get on, does she get on yours or a little bit? Wimp, Wimp, I've, I've known her since she played basketball in high school. Okay, and she really, she really hasn't changed. Uh, she's kind of always been this way. So I guess I'm used to more other people. And uh, it's insulting sometimes when she when she'll say, she'll say, you know, guys, you know, talking to media, guys, what you need to write about the story of the ice game is, and it's like, uh, one, I, I, I think I told her one time. I said, I, I, I told her Kim. I said, Kim. If you're going to tell me what I should write, then why don't you come take my salary and I'll take yours and I'll, I'll coach the team for a game. How about that? Yeah. Uh, and, and and she laughs. She she's not she's not as bad as people think she is. She uh, she is a confident she is a confident coach. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and she's passionate about the way she coaches. You're not going to like this when I say this. She she coaches with a passion, like you did. She doesn't let anybody off. She doesn't let anybody off the hook. Okay, when, when it's game time, it's go time, and she's in it. Everybody everybody's very in, because uh, she wants to win. Uh, and and sometimes people people mistake like her flashy outfits, but that's the way she is. Yeah. If you ever saw Kim Mulkey outside the outside the game or, or at a press conference after a practice. She's got no makeup on. Usually wearing t-shirts, sweatpants. Oh, really? She, she only puts that on for a game. It's like her, it's like her suit of armor. Really? Like she's going to war. 
I'd see it. Uh, I imagine uh, LSU, LSU and South Carolina will be a pretty big oh, rivalry yeah. there. Uh, two coaches oh, yeah. uh, with pretty big egos there. Yeah, yeah. and, and uh, But she is a good coach. Yeah. Uh, her players play extremely hard for her. She's a good recruiter. Uh, she manages a lot of egos on that team. She sat mm-hmm. down the best player for four games yeah, because she wasn't playing hard enough. That was it. <laughs> Four games. Ooh. Four, I mean, for four, her best player. Four games. And, 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 yeah. It was four or five games. Set her down. It's a standard. Wouldn't, wouldn't say what it was, but basically, I knew what it was. And, and, and she wasn't playing hard. She came back and she had a summer about doing all those photo shoots and all this other stuff and being a celeb or whatever. And she came back and she wasn't playing hard. So, uh, after this game where the first 30 seconds of this game, Angel Reese came out and took a three-point shot in the first 30 seconds of the game. Uh, I think she's hit like three her whole career, anywhere she's been. And Mulkey sat her down and she talked about it. And she must have talked out the game. And so she just, you know, all right, why don't you just go sit out for a while and think about what you need to do to play better. They, they can sell that place out if they play the men. Women play the yeah. men. Yeah. They, they, you know, so they – their their crowds are much bigger than the men, obviously. Uh, and uh, again, I I get why people don't like her. I understand that she gives that persona just uh, of, of being that way. And and in and press conferences, she's kind of combative, which is which is okay with me. Yeah. I mean, I, I go back I at her because like her, so I, just... I go back at her because I'm older than she is. So <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Well, anyway. She's, she's got us talking LSU women's basketball, so she's doing something right, right, Ron? Right. Right. Yeah, man, she's doing something right. Yeah, so thanks for being on. Appreciate thank, it. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you throughout the year about uh, SEC hoops as we get past this football. Thank you. All right, happy New Year, guys. Thank, thank you. you too. Thanks. All right, we'll take this break here. Get back. Take another quick break. Open up the phone lines, and then eight fifteen. The guru of college football, Jack Crow, will join us. This is Tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a minor wreck. This is on the old Montgomery Highway at Bear Creek Cutoff Road. You can expect some delays there. Everything else around town looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Hi, Barry Buck. Roll Tide. The best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. One of Ain't Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. They made this 7 o'clock hour possible. If you're going to build, build it right. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that is closer to you. Take this top of the hour break. We'll get the Cowboy when we get back to break. Listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a minor wreck. This is on the old Montgomery Highway at Bear Creek Cutoff Road. You can expect some delays there. Everything else around town looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Hi. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. 
From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. News from the NFL where the Denver Broncos announced they are benching veteran quarterback Russell Wilson. Jared Stidham will start at quarterback Sunday against the Chargers. The Athletic reports Wilson will be cut by the team in March. In college football, we had four bowl games. Holiday Bowl, USC beat Louisville 42-28 to for the Trojans in the first start at quarterback Miller Moss, six touchdown passes to break a Holiday Bowl record. In the Texas Bowl, it was Oklahoma State over Texas A&M, 31-23. In the Mayo Bowl, West Virginia beat North Carolina, 30-10. And in the Military Bowl, it was Virginia Tech over Tulane, 41-20. Hokies quarterback Kyron Drones, 176 rushing yards with three scores, two passing, one rushing. In the NBA, the Bucks outscored the Nets, 144-122. Milwaukee scoring 44 points in the fourth quarter. 76ers without reigning league MVP, Joel and beat beat the magic in Orlando 112 to 92. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance Agent Andrew Kniffer. Andrew's my agent. Let him become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Don't just pay the bill. Give Andrew a call. Tell him what you need. Uh, you can tell what you currently got. He can run the quote for you. Uh, sometimes you need more insurance, less. But home, life, auto, whatever you need, give Andrew and his staff a call. They'll find the best solution for you. The backing of all state, but the local people that know this area inside and out. 205-722-9201. I get to the Andrew Kniffer hotline and get Cowboy in. Good morning, Cowboy. Hey, Cowboy. Good morning, Barry and Coach. Hey, Barry, is, um, I understand you're playing in the Big Orange Classic. That's, uh, Coach Harbin started that thing back up when I was in high school up there. Um, but, uh, do you ever see, um, Owen Butt still around the coach? I do. I do every now and then. I, I, d- I don't. I don't even know where Owen is. Where is Owen Butts now? Owen, Owen's in town. I saw a picture of him. He's still got a little bit of a weight problem, but he's, he's hanging in there pretty good. I, I forgot what he's doing. Yeah. Owen and I have been big, big buddies. Coach Reginald Turner? Huh? You remember when Owen coached Reginald Turner? I recruited. I, he 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 had somebody that I didn't take, and Tennessee took him, and they didn't play. I can't remember. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. was that? Uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. Big, big, tall kid. I couldn't. I, I didn't think he was good enough, and we didn't take him. And Tennessee took him out. Can't remember. Can't remember his name. Huh? David Sight is that his name? Uh, that may be. That may be correct. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, original. He was a good ball player. He went to UAB. We couldn't get him for some reason. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, Barry, what are you thinking on this Alabama-Michigan game? I don't know, Cowboy. Uh, the over-under is 44 and a half. Uh, we talked about Michigan's defense and how good good they are. Uh, we'll hardball those guys, be able to scheme them up and uh, – and make it difficult for Milrow. I thought Georgia would, uh, but not really. I think Milrow played a really good game 
against those guys. They've had now, I guess, a month to prepare. Um, I don't know what your thoughts about uh, Alabama's offense versus this uh, Michigan defense that hadn't given up more than 10 points all year. Yeah, it's um, kind of interesting. But, you know, I saw a clip of something last night. Um, it was about Quinn Ewers on ESPN. I'm going to go with another analogy here. They they, they talked about Vince Young, and they like ran the same two plays when they scored that touchdown to beat USC. And I got to thinking after seeing that uh highlight on ESPN and the clip on Quinn Ewers, if Alabama can get design runs like that for Jalen Milrow, when they go back like they're going to pass and the receivers flood the field and they got to guard them, that might be a big ticket of exploiting the Michigan defense. You know, um, Jalen Milrow uses legs because I don't believe anybody's um, Michigan's defense is as fast as he is when he gets to the open field. And, you know, you run your pass routes like it's going to be a pass play, but you kind of give it one nick and you go. Um, kind of that Vince Young strategy, because he's got a little bit of that Vince Young in him, you know, the way he runs the ball. And I don't think Michigan's defense maybe has seen a quarterback like Jalen, but I'm kind of worried about the game. Do you think, um, you know, maybe, I don't know about the players. I'm sure they're not. But the Alabama fan is looking at Michigan last year, being in the playoff, losing to TCU and saying that. That's just Michigan. Um, the SEC speed will get them. Are we, are we underrated this particular Michigan team based on what they've done in the past, I guess is my question. Yeah, I believe we're underrated. I mean, They've been they've been at this spot now three years in a row. It's kind of like the NFL teams. They build and gain experience, and then they that third time, they kind of kick the door in. If Michigan doesn't kick this door in this time, then their window of opportunity, I think, is going to kind of fade away a little bit. Yeah, the line went down a half a point. It's, uh, it was two. It went down to one and a half uh, there. Who wins the game, uh, Cowboy? Woo! I think Alabama does, but we're going to have to eat a lot of black-eyed peas on on Monday and, uh, you know, get that good luck going. And uh, yeah. 24 to 17. Tight oh, that's, hey, uh, Cowboy, before you leave, that was Gannon, that was Gannon Goodson at, ten, at Tennessee signed. Oh, yeah, Gannon Goodson. 1989. Got a text on it. Yeah. Never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how old you were, but you weren't real. 89, I was, I was in uh, I was, college. Uh, I, was, I was 25 in 89. Yeah, yeah, so. I guess I just told my age. I wasn't. <laughs> what, uh, who's going to win this Texas-Washington game? Everybody is just saying Texas, but uh wouldn't be surprised if Washington wins this game, Cowboy. I won't either. They got some good wide receivers. And that, that coach at uh, Washington, you know, he's won at NAI levels, the head coach. He's, he's pretty solid. I think I think they're going to challenge him. You know, nobody thought they'd beat Oregon the second time, and they took it to him. And, you know, they kind of ground the clock out at the end of the game to ice. So, um, o
I can't, you kind of like. See, that way you go either way, and you kind of like them. No, I, I, I like Washington. I'm not counting China. I like Washington. I, I don't kinda think like. things don't set up perfectly yeah. for the Alabama-Texas region. So Alabama... Alabama, Washington for a national championship. Yeah, you take your chances with that, wouldn't you, uh, wouldn't you, Cowboy? Oh, yeah, I'll take my chances with that one. What about Alabama, Texas? Who would you take there? Oh, I'm going to take Alabama, Coach. I live out here. I can't have those people on my butt all year. Keep on. Are you going to kind of take them or are you going to take them? The fact that Alabama is going to take them, Coach. I'm not, I'm not going to do like you pick Texas all summer and then go with Alabama. Yeah, then flip. Um, <laughs> the fact that Alabama's one game for the national championship with this team is not getting enough talk, uh, Cowboy. It, that's correct. It's a heck of a coaching job. Yeah. There it is. No doubt. Well, Cowboy, enjoy it. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to you tomorrow. And if we don't, we'll have a happy new year. Do you think, you, you think they were so smart keeping year. Tommy Reese? <laughs> I never wanted to get rid of him. I've been taking that point. Oh, good. Yeah. You like him now. You like him now. No, Coach Heck, I liked him when Colin Buckner was coming. Do you remember? Did you, oh, did you like him? Colin number one fan. Did you like him I, after I, the South Florida game? Yeah, thank you very much. Now the end, I liked him. I didn't like him after <laughs> South Florida game. Y'all going to make me try to analyze every play now. Yeah, yeah that's what people do. They judge you after every play, every quarter, every game, Cowboy. So you just got to get ready for the next one. Thank you, sir. Hey, Cowboy. All right, we'll take the break here. We'll get Coach Jack Rowe in. We'll get some real football knowledge in this show. Uh, you listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Don't be road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Older with increasing clouds by afternoon. A few light rain showers mixing in with snow showers overnight. We'll top out around 48 today, drop to 31 overnight. No significant accumulations or impacts expected. Mostly cloudy, a few light rain or snow showers hanging around on Friday. Today, time high near 47. No significant accumulations expected. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 32 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertise a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and screaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
pest control. Serve over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the great folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, and mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. 866-WAYNES-1. Tell them you heard it on the inside the locker room and get $60 off your initial pest control services. We're getting Coach Crow here. We're having a little phone issue here. Uh, bowl games today, uh, this morning, SMU Boston College, uh, in Fenway Park up in, uh, Boston. Uh, let's see here. SMU 11 point favorite. SMU had a great year. 11 and 2, taking on the 6 and 6 Boston College Eagles. 115. On ESPN and Yankee Stadium, uh, Rutgers, uh, will take on Miami. Uh, so Miami travels up to New York to take on, uh, Rutgers. So I would think Rutgers would have a home field advantage there. 445 ESPN, NC State, uh, currently nine and three will take on Kansas State, eight and four. They're playing down in Orlando, Florida, the Camping World Stadium. Uh, there, uh, the line is two and a half. Kansas State is the favorite there. And then tonight, uh, the last game, Arizona, ranked number 14, will take on number 12, Oklahoma, Arizona, nine and three, Oklahoma, ten and two. Arizona, surprisingly, I guess maybe Oklahoma's had some opt-outs there. There's a two and a half point favorite. This game is played at the Alamo Dome over in San Antonio, uh, Texas. So some good bowl games. Uh, today, uh, I'm sorry that, yeah, it's Thursday, Friday, uh, I'm pulling up Friday's slate here. Uh, we got, uh, still trying to get, uh, Coach Crow in here. So I'm, uh, killing the time here. So you want to dial, dial us up Friday? You got, uh, Clemson taking on Kentucky. The line is still four. That is the blue plate special brought to you by Chuck Norwood and the Remax really team there. Go to chucknorwood.com. If you're looking to purchase, or sell down in the Orange Beach, Gulf Shores area. There's nobody better than Chuck Norwood. Uh, Chuck Norwood has sponsored this Blue Plate special throughout the year, and he has taken this record to 10-4. and four. I think Dad's going to do another uh, Blue Plate maybe today or tomorrow. Uh, and Maybe Ron Higgins changed his mind, uh, that he didn't change your mind, uh, to make you take LSU at 10. Um, also on Friday, Oregon State and Notre Dame. Uh, that game is over in El Paso, Texas, the Sun Bowl. Ooh, mm, I don't know if I'd go to the Sun Bowl. Uh, at 2.30, uh, Memphis, Iowa State will play in the Liberty Bowl up in Memphis. So, uh, home game for Memphis there. So maybe we should look at that. Uh, Iowa State though is a 10 and a half point favorite, uh, in that particular game. And then Missouri will take on Ohio State. Uh, the line is, uh, currently Three and a half. Ohio State is the favorite in that particular game. So, uh, still trying to get coach. Yeah, we have a, heck, I don't know what's going on with that phone. We called it three times and he says that's his number. Somebody else answers. Huh. Did somebody stole coach Crow's phone? Uh, they did something. I guarantee they did. We, we, I've called twice and Justin's called twice. Maybe he's got transferred to something. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's coach Crow calling. Hold on, hold on. Uh oh. Uh, so anyway, some good bowl games. Uh, Alabama will play basketball, obviously, up in, uh, Birmingham, uh, against, uh, Liberty. 
on Saturday. So if Alabama will take the court back again. I know a lot of people are excited that Alabama will go up into uh, Birmingham there to play. Um, and all the SEC teams uh, will get back in action uh, this weekend just about. You got Quinnipiac taking on Florida. Uh, Florida A&M taking on South Carolina. As we talked about Alabama Liberty, I was trying to see what time. ESPN Plus, uh, that game is uh, 1 o'clock, Alabama versus Liberty. And they got that game in Lynchburg, Virginia on ESPN.com. That game is definitely not in Lynchburg, Virginia. All right, uh, let's get to the... We got him. Let's get, him. Let's get to Coach Crow. Good morning, Coach. Somebody, hey, Jack. Somebody stole your phone this morning. We couldn't, yeah. we couldn't find you. <laughs> hey, Jack. Jack. Yeah, I walk I, I walk down the hall and I knock on your door. Yeah, and I'm a quarterback, and I say, Coach, I'm not going to play in this bowl game. I thought about it. my dad says that it's going to hurt my hurt me in the NFL, and I'm not, I don't want get injured. Uh, it's a last minute deal. You didn't really know. Uh, I want hey, I want to make the trip to the bowl game, but I just don't want to play. I want to be there for my team. Yeah, what what happens there? <laughs> It's the old, there are no distraction rules, uh, and you would be a distraction, and we will not, Take we're not carrying distractions. Okay, oh, cool. good. That's a good answer. answer to that one. That's a good answer. But, Coach, my mama's already bought a plane ticket, and she's coming. I ain't seen her in a year. Can I still go? I won't stand on the <laughs> sideline. Can I get on the plane? No, I can't have you around the players. <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to be looking at you, wondering what's going on with you, trying to talk. Add their story to your story, so you you would definitely be a distraction. Uh, we'll work it out with your mom. Yeah, um, good answer. Yeah, good Joe answer. Milton opts out. Um, I don't think Joe Milton's projected to be a very high draft choice. Uh, where are these guys getting advice from? I would think playing in the bowl make it help him. Uh, I, I understand Brock Bowers, who's coming off an ankle injury, who is going to be yeah. a top five pick. He's already solidified his situation. Uh, What's your thoughts on the guy at Tennessee? Well, makes no sense. Yeah. Um, you know, he obviously he feels like he could hurt himself. Or the, that means there's two things. I mean, hurt his, you know, his future. And there's two things to do that. One is poor play, and the other is, is uh, injury. Uh, so whichever one it is, you know, it's uh, – but on the other side of that, can you can you help your situation? Yeah. And I, I, I think it's a little it doesn't quite honestly send a great message uh you know, to the people that are trying to make a decision about how much they're gonna put in him. They are looking at the character of this thing and they're looking for a fighter. Somebody that's always gonna be pushing the edge and uh and I think that I think somewhat of a negative on him, to be honest with you. Uh, unl- uh, uh, that is, unless he was so highly rated that there wasn't much more he could do for himself. And I don't think that's the case with Joe. No, no. Uh, so it, makes, I don't, it makes no yeah. sense to me. I don't know the difficulty, but I, I guess this is the question: the difficulty of now being the head coach of Florida State, because it's going to affect recruiting in the future. Because when I go against you. I'm going to tell that prospect uh, what happened, and you ought to come with me rather than with you. Um, yeah. Tell me the 
the difficulty of, of Florida State football right now? Well, I me general generalize a little bit in with I think head coaching as a college head coaching as a profession has made a major shift in the kind of people that can be successful doing it. Mm-hmm. And and the and the way they have to look at what their you know, what their plan is to be successful because it's become a lot more about managing people. Uh, through all these, uh, through all these issues that revolve around money. You got more people that, that want to get a piece and an answer from the head coach. Uh, you know, they're, they're less, unless the head coach has, uh, got it in him to have a general manager, somebody that actually talks to all those people about this all the time. And he just stays in that position of being the coach. I think that would be very hard to do. Or he, in effect, is, you know, in any given hour, Joe Milton walks down the hall, looks in his office. If he's in there pushing the button, trying to figure out what to do on third and two, or stop right there and possibly get into a two-and-a-half-hour conversation, you know, well, what's his job? And so I see I see coaches having to redefine who they are. Um and then the other part of redefining who they are is is staffing themselves to get it to get this new piece done, which is literally just you know there's urgent and important, and, and when the two of them come together, there's a crisis. Looks to me like you potentially living in a crisis environment every day, yeah. Because you know this this can whenever Mama calls or whoever that person has got that kid's mindset presses the point and we all have been it's all been hinted to us it just came to a point before the south florida game with some players yeah. at alabama yeah and and, and the coach is not going to coach very good in that game because he's dealing with crisis friday night mm. you know you know that might not be right but i sort of suspect the close you know, the, yeah the, you know that that's going on now how many times can you handle that and what if that came up you know, one of these top four teams is that they should be more stable, but are they, you know, are they, are they more stable? Because the more time you have for people to have this open discussion and all this time you got between games, it slows down enough that people actually, you know, they create issues that they wouldn't normally create between Monday and Saturday. Well, I don't know. I, I really see the, uh, you know, the job is being so much different, so much different the last year. Uh, I think the guy at Florida State, I think the guy at Florida State has got more on his plate yeah. that way. Yeah. Ooh. Because he's dealing with uncertainty of not only his players going to state, yeah. but which conference. And, 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 and really they, they're going to get involved in. What does the conference do to affect their, their recruiting? What do they what do they got to do to get kids on the promise? Who, who are you going to be playing? Where are you going to be playing? So I'm, you know, I think he's done a phenomenal job to keep thirteen and zero through all the things he's had to go through. Whew, he? That boy's probably coach of the year. <laughs> yeah. On that, yeah, off the field. 
Yeah. Well, it's that one injury uh, to the quarterback, you know, just totally through their whole season in disarray. They're going to be in the playoff now. They're suing the ACC. Um, yeah. You know, got guys opting out. Uh, it's just uh, it's it's a complete mess. So that one injury, how much it uh, affected that entire program. Yeah. Um, when you have this much time to get ready for a bowl game, uh, and it's a game as important as Alabama and Michigan, uh, can you sometimes overdo it too much time, you know, trying to tweak this, that, and the other? How much do you add defensively? How much do you add offensively? And how much do you just kind of stay with what you've been doing there, Coach? What is the balance there in this situation? You've asked a question that I have twisted in my under in my bed uh, and I don't know that I ever felt like I had an answer of what to do with that uh, I mean there are certainly things that you can do you can create a new look almost uh, I mean not change but you could you could really modify things uh, if you really knew that those things would make a, make a difference uh, but you're Probably more right not to not to go backwards. Just try to stay as good as you you know as you were when you got got there. That's you know for example, how much blocking tackling, how much live contact. Yeah. Well, that's a big question. How much do we need to get down on our our play sheets and our defensive calls? Look at them and say. And here was here was where I put this in my coaches. Okay, we're either going to say we're better in this situation than they are, we're just better, or I want you all to tell me what we can do something different. We may not be good enough to win this situation. Now you get in the evaluation of who you are against who they are, and are, are we in a place where we need to be a little different on third and short? You know, but you got to go through all those situations, and you and you better not be arrogant. Uh, but you do get a you do get a lot more time to evaluate. But you know, sometimes more information is is not better. Yeah, I have found over time, honestly, if I had too much, I I think there are guys that, that I've coached gave more time they go back to what to do with. I'll just be honest with you. I probably overvalued it. I'm too much of a thinker that way. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm probably not very good at answering that question. I think I have always thought, and uh, you correct, I have always thought the biggest, most difficult thing and the most important thing was the conditioning of the offensive and defensive line. By that, because they're 300 pounds, they eat a lot, they're laying, they're wiggling, or they not, not run them as much. The fourth quarter, fourth quarter's big, and you got to block, you got to block on the offensive end and tackle on the defensive end, and you're, and you're tired. Yep. You've seen, you've seen some teams get out of position, folks. I know when they used to play that game down in my hand, some of those Florida sites,
and and they are getting they are uh, dissipating as we say uh you know every week that you try to stay the same you're not staying the same you're just no. not mm-hmm. you're you're coming back off of something mm-hmm. and it's hard to get their attitude to where they you know they they'll bitch about it talk about it uh but the other thing is fundamental I mean, how much live and tackling how often you have to do it so you go into a game and you know, let's just look at, at Alabama. That's the basis of most of our conversations. If you look at why they beat, besides, you know, they're a great football team, out in they, they had a good plan. But that was, without doubt, the fewest mistakes that they have made all year. And I mean, incrementally, you mistakes. Three penalties. No drop pass. I didn't see them this time. Something that I'd seen all year, which some, which, you know, their blocking schemes didn't really take care of everybody. I didn't see them block towards the defense. I mean, no turnovers. I mean, that was a recipe to, to beat anybody. And yet, where did that come from? <laughs> because, you know, that's been all over the chart that's leading up there. Now, does added time mean they can take that and continue to have that mm-hmm. kind of efficiency? Or does more time distract you and you go backwards and you have seven penalties, turn it over twice, you know, miss, miss five blocks, miss two tackles? That right there, that's going to get you beat. Yeah. Small I numbers. Think- yeah. How much does it help? I, I hear what you're saying about, uh, how much do you change this, that, and the other. Uh, Nick Saban has been in this game so many times. He has notes on what worked, what didn't work. They talked about when they flew to the West Coast. As soon as they landed, they went straight off the plane to the practice field because, um, he felt like you need to practice in the sunshine because that was something that they've done in the past and that's what the medical doctor says were best for those guys. So how much does his experience, how much of an advantage does that give Alabama? Because he's confident in the plan. Uh, sometimes you're, you're doing things and you don't know. He's done it so many times. I think he has a good feel yeah. for what works. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a documented history. He, his plan's pretty good. Yeah. I tell you what he wants. He wants them when they hit that bed, he wants them to be sleepy. But he don't want this room. You know, after that practice, he ran the heck out of them. They went there. You know, he put a lot of food in their stomach, met with them till the eyes got droopy. And when they hit the bed, he wants them to sleep. Mm-hmm. The best preparation for anything is sleep. Take people on the road. You don't. You don't manage every piece of it. And sleep gets to be a little iffy. You know, kids decide they want to stay excited. They want to stay up and get a car game going. You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, oh, and it happens. They are, they are young people with a lot of energy, but better get them tired when you get there. That's what he said. Yep. That. Well, I can't think of anything else to ask you. Um, uh, Auburn is going to go and play a team that does not have their quarterback. 
am I going to have a hard time getting my team ready to play mentally because this guy's the best there is and he's not going to play? Listen, I think Auburn, Auburn, all they got to do is think back to Mexico State. They got something to prove no matter who the hell they play. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And if they've forgotten some of their, some of their short fallings, uh, that's true. Then that, I'm, I'm feeling that he ain't gonna say it public, but if he, if he had burned into them what their short fallings are, I mean, they ought to be playing Auburn. They playing themselves, and uh, and honestly, you know, whether he says it or not, there, there may be four or five of them out there that they're playing for their jobs, mm. and, and suddenly he needs to tell them they're all playing for their jobs. There's a lot going to happen between now and next fall. Yeah, and it's not any better than what they've been played as poorly in spots. Everybody on that team ought to feel like that they're that they're subject to whatever it takes to get get where they want for that program. Get where they deserve. There's a lot of pressure. What what makes a team like you know certain teams you coach like their schemes and all? You know, some teams are harder to prepare for than others, and some people it's not nearly the schemes; it's just their personnel. It's just so difficult because oh. there's so much. They're so talented uh, there. What what makes Michigan hard to prepare for? Is it personnel? Is it scheme? Is it combination of the both? Of well, the I got one experience with Michigan. It was in the Sugar Bowl. And uh, they were the simplest team to evaluate. This night with that eight three for Sugar Bowl. We need to score a touchdown. They were so simple, but they were. I can tell you this, when I, I found problems all through the day I couldn't solve that they had. And they were all personnel problems. Mm-hmm. You can't change the play. For, for, for. First time I did the minute that last second when I was that clock, as I walked out, and I called him about midfield, and I grabbed that note. I grabbed the whole thing about five eleven. Best football player I've ever seen. <laughs> but we had we had to tell you the names of the There's three NFL players in the center of both guards. And we could block. So I think Michigan's the toughest team I ever coached. That name, those people. So I can just leave it with they yeah. Michigan's tougher than Ohio State. Michigan's tougher than all the rest of the country. Yeah, they are tough. Mm-hmm. They tough. And that's where Harbaugh Harbaugh's daddy and and Hills Western Tennessee or where they came from in Western they're tough. I mean they got their hands in some tough goddamn people. Well, it's going to be a tough game. They're going to Alabama beat them unless they make mistakes, but but they have a longer pattern of making mistakes. They do a plan like they did in Georgia. I mean, the one if they had made taken any other game of mistakes and played Georgia with those same mistakes, they wouldn't have won. Yeah. And yet they have the biggest stakes 
with the biggest online. I mean, they almost played perfect with with respect to the Texas. About as good as a team could play. Yeah, I'm, I was shocked. Honestly. Well, well, Coach, we appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate you, have, you being on. A great weekend. Should be a fun, fun Monday with some college football. Fun weekend, actually. A lot of, a lot of have fun. Have at it, guys. Y'all, y'all gonna have some fun. I appreciate y'all letting me share it with you. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks, Jack. You're always great. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, who had Jack's phone? Uh, Justin, where was Jack's phone? All right. Let's that. tell him about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Be glad to. Prince Glover and Hayes. Three four five one two three four. Attorneys that uh, know the law, know the changes in the law. If you have an accident, uh, that's not an accident. If something happens to you on the highways, where it might be in the neighborhood or where with the kin folks, and you feel like that um, you've been injured for no reason at all, and you need some some help in, in that manner, then you call them at that, that number three four five one two three four. They'll visit with you, bring you to the office three four. Uh, 701 Ricemine Road, visit with you again, and then go after the, after the people that have uh, belittled you. So Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys, 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. I always remember if they don't win, not one dime out of your pocket. You listen to Tide 100.9, is the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a minor wreck. This is on the old Montgomery Highway at Bear Creek Cutoff Road. You can expect some delays there. Everything else around town looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Towns of Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Where the season never ends. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. It's streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. We talked to Justin yesterday. Looking to sell over three. Hundred cars this month. So if you're going to purchase a car now, is the time to do it. These guys been extremely busy here in December, but they got time for you. Go to TuscanToyota.com. You look at what they have on the lot there. Look at the new inventory, the used inventory. You can schedule a service or just swing by Skyland Boulevard. Find Justin and tell him that Wimp and Barry sent you. All right, uh, Dad, we got the one blue plate locked. Do we want to wait till tomorrow to announce the other one, or do you want to do it today? And this blue plate's brought to you by Chuck Norwood and the REMAX Realty Team. Go to chucknorwood.com. If you're ever looking to purchase in the Orange Beach, Gulf Shores area, there's only one choice, and that is Chuck Norwood. Well, what, what do you want to do? I'll save it till tomorrow. We got, okay. we'll, I will have a bunch of picks tomorrow because we got uh, Doug Bell on. We got Doug picking tomorrow. So what you need to do is, uh, Justin, go down to your local bank. Get the biggest loan you can get, all right? And then when Doug gives you the picks, go push it all in. Just take, if you got whatever you got, just divide it up and put it all in on the games. He's going to miss at least three-fourths of the games, all right? So you're going to win. Uh, so that will be something to listen to. Uh, I did... 
was interesting to hear about LSU and all their players coming back. That's something I didn't know. Did you realize that, Dad? They had no, I didn't. Uh, number one draft picks at the receiver coming back and playing in this bowl. The only game. problem, Barry, is that you don't, you don't have the quarterback. Yeah, Nussmeyer, though, he's proven. He's played a lot yeah, of football. He, 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 there just, he ain't the Heisman Trophy winner. Well, no, he's not the Heisman Trophy winner, <laughs> but he's not also, he's not. Uh, some guy that hadn't taken a snap and he played well, in the bowl game last year and they said he did really I, well. He's probably be the starter next year. So, um. Well, you're right. I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, but yeah. All right. Let's right. take this break. Got Tom calling in. Tom must have slept in this morning. Tom calling in. We'll find out what Tom's thinking when we get back from break. We'll wrap up the show and get out of the way and make way for the Gary Harris show. It's the Todd 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic fairly quiet around town. Just a few minor congested spots. Skyland at 69 and McFarland at Watermelon. If you see other conditions, give me a call. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m. The Martin Houston Show. Join the Martin Houston Show for a free-for-all Friday as we continue to look at Alabama versus Michigan. It's only one more show to the big showdown in Cali. We'll add you to the conversation. Give us a call at 205-342-9904. That's the Album One Hotline as we do a flashback Friday edition of the show. Right here on your home for Alabama Sports Tide 100.9, a.m. WTBC. Catch the Martin Houston Show from 6 to 7 weekday mornings on Tide 100.9. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Colder with increasing clouds by afternoon. A few light rain showers mixing in with snow showers overnight. We'll top out around 48 today, got to 31 overnight. No significant accumulations or impacts expected. Mostly cloudy, a few light rain or snow showers hanging around on Friday. Today, time high near 47. No significant accumulations expected. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 36 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside Locker Room. I get right up here to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Tom. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Coach. How are y'all? Good. You okay? I'm good. Thank you for asking. You know, I was listening to Ron and uh, y'all's conversation. And, um, you know, the thing about LSU, unless they've done something about their defense, I don't feel good about them in this ball game. True. I, uh, yeah. So I was thinking about it, and he talked about their defense. Uh, when I saw them play Florida State, I thought they were going to have a tremendous defense. They were all in. Then they I did, just, too. They just, whatever reason, I don't know, that same team <laughs> didn't show up. That defensive line was phenomenal that particular game. Um, but that is a lot of opt-outs he talked about with uh, – Wisconsin, so it'd be interesting to see uh, what happens there. Uh, yeah, yeah, it will. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't recommend betting on any of these games. There's so many coming and goings in the same thing I go. 
You know, uh, I guess Vegas is going to be the one that makes all the money on this. Oh, it's going to be a tough, tough for Vegas. I felt so sorry for that A&M quarterback, too. I mean, he finally got his chance. First play, and you could tell uh the way he was on the ground that that was not good uh you know to get hit like that i didn't um, see that game what happened very first play of the game then they're down to, i think they're probably their third string guy he's rolling out he completes the pass he jumps in there the guy hits him uh in the legs he flips his arm goes up back under him oh. I, i'm a normal i'm assuming he broke his arm he came back out in the sleep so he played one play and then they're to the four string guy after one who actually a freshman kid who didn't play too bad to be honest with you. but the guy who got ready for this bowl got hurt in the very first offensive play of the game mm, terrible yeah well uh, what about your game today tell me what's going on at over I, I thought about driving over and, uh, watching it, uh. The big orange classic, they actually have, uh, they'll be, they have JV teams, uh, they have freshman teams playing, they have two varsity tournaments going on as well. Uh, really good teams in both. We're playing John Carroll. They have, uh, they have four gyms at Hoover High School. Uh, the main's called the Competition Arena. It's a practice deal. It has a nice court, but we're playing back there today. If we win, we'll be in the, other gym tomorrow. We're playing actually, uh, you remember Ron Steele, uh, that played at Alabama. I do. He's the head coach for, uh, John Carroll. So we're playing them this afternoon at 2.30. And if we were to win that, we'll play who's really good, uh, a team out of Calhoun County out of Mississippi. They're playing Andalusia. Uh, and I watched Andalusia play, uh, a couple of days ago against Enterprise. I was blown away by the length and athleticism that Andalusia has. I'm glad Robert Ory's not playing. They got a lot of good players there too. So good be a good tournament, good high school basketball going on all day in Hoover. You got yeah. stuff going on at Homewood. I know Hillcrest is up there. A lot of people are up in Huntsville playing at Huntsville time. So a lot of basketball going on throughout the state. Yeah, I uh, I had thought about just uh driving over and uh Seeing what was going on, I don't know if my energy level is quite there yet. Yeah, <laughs> today. I, hear I hear you. Well, it'll be going but, on for three, uh, I, I three days, like three days. So it'll be I'm going on tomorrow as well. Yeah, and uh, hopefully. But anyway, uh, yeah, I was I was thinking about Ron and his conversation. I thought, man, you know, LSU's got their work set up for them, and, and Nussbaum never has been impressive to me as a quarterback. So. But I didn't know Wisconsin had all those opt-outs either. Yeah, so. All right, Tom, that's it. Gary's walking in, so we got to get out of here and make way for the Gary. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Thanks, sir. Tom, thank you. Thank you. We'll talk thank to you tomorrow. All right, that's it for today's show. We're going to here and make way for the Gary Harris Show, so keep it locked in. And then at 11 o'clock, uh, we'll have the uh, the Miller the Millers will be in Miller's Edge and then 12 to 2, Big Noon Sports. And Ryan Fowler, who's out in Pasadena, will take you home from 2 until 6 o'clock. Appreciate you, Justin. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.